Good morning, everybody. It is January 5th. Welcome to another edition of the High Five Series presented by the DH Podcast. I'm Nick, here to bring you the top five things that you most certainly need to be knowing today. Uh, First off, I want to say kudos to everybody that doesn't get sick or a cold or something or even the sniffles during the winter. You are Iron Man. Um, This is this is typically the type of year where in the Midwest, the weather goes from cold to a little bit colder uh, during January and February, and I still refuse to wear a real coat like an adult, even though I have them. They're nice. I like them, but they're heavy. I don't want to carry them when I go inside, so I wear a long sleeve sh- shirt, a sweatshirt, maybe a vest over it, and that's it when you're going out into zero-degree weather. Not ideal. Not ideal. So, um, yeah. Waking up with a sore throat, getting the sniffles. Oh no. Don't say I have the cocoa. I do not have the cocoa, and I will not listen to your slander. <laughs> From, first off, we got to talk about Doc Holiday and the absolute rigmarole political BS that's happening down there at Marshall. Um, first off, Doc Holiday made eight bowl games in 11 years. Conference USA, and to be able to do that, by the way, pretty impressive that you only have like you only have a very select few of coaches that can do that even in the power five let alone your group of five conferences so being able to go eight of 11 pretty damn good now on top of that he has one of the best winning percentages in Marshall history he was there for 11 seasons extremely well respected Uh, he is out as head coach Um, and there's there's some uh, there's some fishiness going on. So the West Virginia Governor Jim Justice wants his good friend Bobby Pruitt to be back at the helm. Well, Pruitt's eighty some years old and he's retired twice. So I don't know. Justice's team came out and they said, "Oh no, that's not what we said. We just said that we want to get Marshall back to greatness." Well, for a a team that's not in the Power Five, that doesn't happen overnight. So one exposure that you could do is you could try to get into a Power Five conference. That's an option. Uh, most most likely not even a chance. But still, you then at that point, you need structure. You need reliability, and you need to be able to show people, hey, this is what we can provide you. This is what we've done. So now you have a track record of success. And we want you to come here and build upon it. Well, that's exactly what Doc Holliday did. He built a program of success. And this was one of Marshall's better years that they had had. Um, last season was a bit of a downfall. But this season was really good in terms of Marshall's like standpoint. So I don't know exactly what we're complaining about. Um, I would have, you know asked i i would have you know maybe put a quota on at least three star recruits for him to be bringing in i don't know but it's firing him makes no sense and the reason why it doesn't make any sense is because it's political bs that's it that's it nothing else nothing else and so i am Sorry to you, Doc Holliday. You do not deserve that. Um, You've been at Tennessee, Florida, or Florida State, I forget, um, and Marshall as an assistant or on the staff somewhere. And I do think that you could be a huge help to a lot of these other staffs. I mean, Nick Saban needs help on the defense. 
Uh, I don't know if you'd want to move down to Alabama, but I, you know, West Virginia boy helping another West Virginia boy, I see nothing wrong with that. Every day I forget to turn my phone on silent, and it must annoy the absolute shit out of you people. So, apologies. All right, number two, Indianapolis specifically uh, is going to be hosting all of the 2021 March Madness. So uh, they came out with their list of things, whether it's IU, IUPUI, Lucas Oil Field's going to have two different courts. Um, they could probably have three if they really wanted to, to be honest, because none of them are being used at the same time. So, I mean, you could honestly, you know, I would have three court or uh, I don't know. If you're not going to use this, the one in the middle, then don't do it. But they're probably going to have them pretty far out. I don't see why they couldn't use them at the same time. Maybe buzzers are going to get the players. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but a shout out to Jim Ursay for being able to you know accommodate that. And also the Indianapolis Convention Center is going to be used for some of the practice, um, not practice games, but just practices in general. Sorry, Allen Iverson. I know you do not want to be there. Um Let's see. I don't. They are not doing anything at the Pacers' house, and I don't think they're doing. Unless I got the name wrong, they might be doing something with Butler, but I'm not positive. So keep an eye out for that. Um, those are going to become more apparent as we get closer to March. By the way, we're two months away. What the hell? I truly don't understand it. I really don't. Um, because when I think of March, I think of 2020. I do not think of 2021. Maybe I I need to get my mind right, but having that happen this quickly, crazy. All right. Number two is the, (laughs) I'm laughing already because this is just, I mean, we, we are sorry. Number three, we, we saw this nonsense with, uh, Marshall, and now we're going to see it again, but at a much, much, much higher level. The Eagles, Eagles GM Howie Roseman says that they have no intentions of trading Carson Wentz. There's a reason that they're invested in him because they drafted him second and they gave him that, you know, 125 mil extension after year three. Well, that's just not true. It's just not true. And he says they're not talking about it. Well, they might not be talking about it, but they're going to be when Wentz demands it. And he should be demanding it. He really should. Now, I'm not saying that he is like this like crazy, you know, Tom Brady type, but the Eagles have their guy, and it's Jalen Hurts. He's good. You have to admit it. He's not bad. And especially for the type of team that he has, they're doing okay. So you can't you can't let you can't let mediocrity run your life. There are plenty of teams that are going to be needing starting coach not starting coaching, starting quarterback. I don't well there are a lot that are gonna be needing starting coaching, but when you look at some of these guys, the Bears. I don't know if you want to go over there, follow in the steps of Nick Foles. I have no idea. Really don't. We'll see. Um, a lot more places are going to become available. Rumors about Minnesota and Kirk Cousins straining relationships. I don't really necessarily know if I believe that or not, but there's a huge disappointment in Minnesota. So they might cut Mike Zimmer, but you got a lot of these older quarterbacks. And Wentz is right in the middle. So he's not up there nearly with Brady or anything like that. And he's just a hair older than your Baker, Darnold, Lamar, uh, Josh Allen draft class. It's 
he's got a lot of years and he's got a lot of good service. And if you can get him with a great offensive line, uh, Colts, then you might have a decent chance. So if you can get him with Quentin Nelson, he's going to have a much better time because his injury proneness is so bad, so bad. It's why they should have kept Nick Foles. I'm not saying Nick Foles would have been better by any stretch of the means talent-wise, but he would have been better in the sense of longevity and keeping consistency for an offense to run behind. That's it. Seems pretty reasonable for me to ask. Um, just like it's going to be reasonable for Wentz to be asking for um, for a trade. And not asking, he's going to be getting it. I don't know where, I don't know how. Um, it looks like the Dolphins may be packaging something. They have the third pick. So if they were to package the third pick and Tua, they could even trade up for the Jaguars. I think, I think if the Jaguars, I might do that. Unless you really think Trevor Lawrence is like this banana land person i don't know i'm still on the burrow train but that's just me i mean trevor lawrence has shown us plenty of examples why he will succeed in the nfl and let me tell you what depending upon how monday the 11th goes justin fields might trick some people too i think he'll be great uh but it will be it will take a lot to break the mold of the ohio state quarterback stigma it's it's there it's a possibility uh, because their offense is shifting to a more pro style. Not a lot, not a lot, but just enough to where these coaches can look at it and say, okay, we've seen these plays before. We've run similar plays. We get it. We get it. It's okay. If he goes two, that'd be crazy, right? I don't I don't even want to think about that. Um, let's see. One... Number four, transfer portal. Uh, you've got Jack Cohn going to Notre Dame from Wisconsin. Cohn was in and out with injuries. He's got one year of eligibility left. He's going to roll the dice. Uh, Ian Book's most likely gone. I There's zero reason why he'd be returning. So, um, And I don't think he's going to have a better year than he had this year. So he's gone. Jack Cohn will come in. They've... Brian Kelly's trying to bridge the gap here, essentially, because he's got um, a top 20 recruit uh, for the class of 20, um, recruitment class of 21, which means they are the high school class or college class of 24, 25. My brain just melts when it comes to that type of math. So excuse me on that one. But essentially what Notre Dame needs to do is they need to bridge quarterback for at least a season. So they're going to bring Jack Cohn in, let him handle the offense. He led Wisconsin to a Big Ten or a share of a Big Ten title. Um, he's done it before. They're going to see if he can do it again. So they like what they saw, but he had some injury proneness as well. So as long as he stays healthy, I think he'll be serviceable. Serviceable. And... One thing to note, and we're going to get to be talking about this all the way in September, which sounds like a long time, probably isn't, um, September 25th, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Soldier Field, beautiful. I love the way that sounds, I love the way it looks, I love everything about it, I truly do. All right, uh, Kevin Durant, he, the couple facts here, he is out for the next four games at the minimum. So he will most likely not be testing positive for COVID twice. 
pretty, pretty low. Uh, but he came into close contact with somebody, which means that he's going to be missing, it's either seven or 10 days, but that's four games for them. So, and if I could do my math, if I could do my math here, they're only playing 72 games this season. So, four divided by 72, that's 5% of the season right there. It's not a small amount at all. So uh, every game matters, just like they did last season. Um, and then we're going to have a more full offseason than a more full, back-to-full-strength NBA season at that point. So on top of that, it's a problem because the Nets have lost four out of their last five, dipping below 500. Not great for somebody that some not great for everybody that said they are easily going to march their way through the East. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying the Celtics are going to be world beaters here, but to say any team can just march into the finals unless you are the 2015 through 2018 Warriors is pretty ridiculous. Or some of LeBron's teams. I don't know. We'll see. That may be. I may sound stupid later on for that one. Um, all right, number five. I can't count today, people. I really can't. Um, we've got number six because I'm giving an extra one. We only do five, but I want to give people um, something to look forward to since bowl season's over, since you know wild card isn't happening until Saturday, and college football playoff is until Monday. That we're gonna have to bridge the gap, and we're gonna need the NBA for that one. You got Lakers versus Grizzlies. Um, it's at Memphis, so they're coming to Jaws' house. I know he's hurt, but it's still Jaws' house. So it should be an easy win for the Lakers. But to be fair, there's no better games on. Really is not. So, all right, everybody, you take care, and we will see you tomorrow for another edition of the High Five Series presented by the DH Podcast. And we've got some big news on Thursday when our full episode drops coming out for you. Stay tuned.